forever. Dog. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's another episode of the Dark Tank Podcast. I'm Yudoy Travis. I should, int- I guess, I should start introducing myself at the start of the show. Hopefully, you know who I am by now. We're like 50 episodes deep. Please tell me you guys know who I am. <laughs> um, I'm here with three very funny, uh, good friends of mine and very funny comedians. Uh, Jay Jordan, how Hello. you doing, Jay? I'm doing very well, thank you. Just got in from. Uh, Evansville, Indiana. Okay, that sounds like you experienced some things. No, it's a lot of cornfields. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was for a college show. I had to drive from there. It was, it was a lot to take in at yeah. points. <laughs> Anytime somebody says a, a town with some with like a person's name in it, I'm like, <laughs> this, this is a bad experience. How decorated was the general? Yeah, the question. <laughs> yeah, I went to. I was in Craig, Illinois. Like what? Craig? <laughs> what? Ew. Uh, I'm also here with Gaston Almonte. How you doing, Gaston? I'm good. I've uh, successfully been avoiding Evansville, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. It's been a good time so far. Long, what's your record so far? Uh, How long is it? Thirty-four been? years and zero, and I'm very happy to keep it <laughs> running. I'm proud of you, man. Thank you. Thank it's you. A good streak. Keep, let's keep that going. <laughs> I have to go back next week. <laughs> <laughs> For what? <laughs> There's another school, and they were supposed to be back to back. There's two schools in Evansville. <laughs> I think there might be three. <laughs> Are you but performing I'm in middle for schools? two of them. <laughs> Yo, that's a, that sounds like them. a place that defunded all the schools, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's even crazier is I have to go to Evansville, Indiana, and I'm like, I fly into that regional airport, and then I drive 40 minutes to Owensboro, Kentucky. What? Which is where I perform. Yeah. You're brave. I know. Thank you. You're in Metro Evansville. <laughs> the municipality. You're in the greater Evansville area. Yeah. <laughs> like someone probably goes, I'm from Evansville. They're like, nah, man, nah. he's really from Owensboro, dog. He, he lied. Evansville. He ain't from the city. You he from the he live outside the perimeter. <laughs> from the E. You ain't the E. Well, <laughs> our next comedian, Wendy Starling, where have you been recently that's uh, that's bad? I haven't been anywhere that's bad, and I haven't been around an Evan or an Owen. I haven't. Enough, none of that stuff. Where was it? Where was it that was bad? Mm, California? That's not bad. I was in, yeah. well, I was in West Covina. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there's one good thing about West Covina is Chatterbox. I don't have any good, like, name things. Chatterbox is a good show, though. Yeah, it was a really fun it's show. It's a very fun show. It's yeah. A, you know, it's a drive. Uh, yeah. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, that show is based in West Covina. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's a Ritz. I mean, yeah. So there's one good thing there. There's a Domino's, I think. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a good place to watch a show. And then you can go pretend you're on a TV show. Yeah. It's very basic. I feel like that's enough things, though. Yeah. It's, it feels like more than Evansville. Yeah. Has. yeah. I really wish I, don't I was. I know. Evansville had a Chipotle. They had a bubble tea. I mean, those, <laughs> those, are, those are the two things yeah. I saw. You know, I was just in uh, California for a little bit. I was in San Jose. Oh, nice. Um, for a for an anime convention, and somebody died in my hotel. What? Yeah. what? How'd they die? Uh, Furiously masturbating? No. It was just some oh kid. no, worse. And can you bring them back <laughs> with How the Dragon there? Balls? What's that? Can you bring them back with the Dragon Balls? Uh, I don't know. Do the can you uh, can the Dragon Balls undo suicide? Oh, that's a question. That's not well, for me to say. I don't know that that's ever happened. Yeah. 
Actually, no, it has. Oh yeah, it's been suicide and or not like, like on more like honorable suicide. Wait a I second, guess. I was know. it like a was it a sexual situation in the hotel? So they purposely no. jerked themselves off to death. Yes. So it wasn't sad. It was like congratulations, you completed this mission. It was yeah. autoerotic. Mm. It was a hotel employee, and it was a uh, sulfuric gas. What? Ooh, is that a thing? Mm-hmm. New thing. Let's break it down for the listeners. So, how would we make a sulfuric gas bomb? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, I had a Bojangles chicken biscuit this morning, so like I understand sulfuric gas currently, uh-huh, uh-huh, but like uh-huh. <laughs> it also can kill you. It can kill you in high quanti- quantities. Okay. Apparently. I've just never heard anybody killing themselves after they made the union. Like, you know, <laughs> he's in, you know what I mean? Yeah, stick it out now. I don't know. Willie yeah. Lowman killed himself at death of a salesman. <laughs> he wants his kids to get the benefit. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah, that pension, man. That pension is tight. It's weird they didn't evacuate the whole hotel. <laughs> what? How, did, how did they tell you guys that this happened? Because I worked on cruise ships for a while and people would kill themselves on those things all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a band leader hung himself one time. Somebody threw. I think. Well, we think a wife quote jumped off the balcony. There, we had to pull over in Mexico and like there's a murder investigation. That was that was weird for because like when you said he hung himself, I was thinking like. At, like at the top deck I was like where from where <laughs> he took a bungee cord from one of the excursion people <laughs> wrapped it around his neck he didn't think he was in his room he was like yeah, on I was the thinking side like of the he boat was, I think he was I was thinking he was like outside or like it would be hilarious if he was like right next to the fucking like lifesaver it would be very yeah just like his body boats. just bouncing back and forth <laughs> just been, oh man yeah we're gonna get canceled for this episode um yeah I'm excited. Excited to be done. No, I hold on. So wait a minute. I want to hear about this hotel. So they evacuated you. How'd they tell you guys? They didn't. I walked outside the hotel and there were just fire trucks everywhere. And I was like, was there something? Was there a fire nearby? <laughs> and then I, then like an hour later, I was trying to get back into the hotel and they were like trying to ask for ID and asking what floor I'm staying on and all this stuff. And I was like, okay. And they still didn't, they let me through and they still didn't tell me what was going on. So how did you find out or are you making this up? <laughs> no, I found out on the news. There was an article posted. Oh, really? That was like, I, awesome. I was like in my room and it said like, uh, it was like a uh, hotel employee dies at Fairfield Hotel in San, San Jose. Holy shit. I'm just like in my room just chilling like, hmm, okay. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah. It was weird because I was like tired and I didn't know if it was like, am I just like regular tired or am I woozy? <laughs> I just love that like the hotel kept like hiding it. Like they're making it seem like it's like advantages to the hotel. Yeah. They're like, oh no, we got a, you know, all call fire department here. Uh, tight security. You know, we check IDs mm-hmm. now for people to come in. It just all sounds like perks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it was, it's like if I was checking into the hotel at that time, it would be like, "Oh, this is a very tightly kept hotel." Yeah. But like it changed while after I checked in, I was like, "Okay, what happened? What's different?" Now? Or you would have been like, "Man, these anime kids get down." Yeah, right. <laughs> they are being super like, wow, strict. Anime is really dangerous. <laughs> the youth, <laughs> these youths, man. I guess that was like a few days before I saw you in. DC. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. So you seem kind of down. That was why. 
Okay, no, I was over it. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to the convention after, so I th- I don't think it was like that. I, I think it was just a weird uh, day in DC. I had maybe. like a weird thing like that happen when I was on vacation in Fire Island. A guy died in a pool while people were partying. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Oh no! And so they did eventually have to clear the area where people were partying, and there was like a huge underwear party that night, and people were like, "Are you gonna go?" And everyone was like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> I didn't even buy my nice jock strap for nothing. <laughs> like it's, people became very pragmatic. They're like, I think he would want us to go. Right. Yeah. I think he would want us to do Molly and put cocaine in Jewish castles. <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. I mean that's to be fair, that's how he died. No, <laughs> like, he died how he lived. <laughs> he died how he lived. Oh my god. Isn't that goodness. weird when like somebody dies and you just like, I didn't know you, so like what am I supposed to do? I I feel like, like there's like a strange. moment where you go, oh, that's so terrible. How do I continue my vacation without being disrespectful? Without feeling insensitive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Somebody, like a person just like, the first thing you know about them is that they die. I didn't know you existed. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, man, now I got to pay my respects. <laughs> but I don't know what respects to pay. It's, it's especially it's i think it's mostly weird when there's not like a there's not like any sort of a political attachment i can make to it it's not like oh this this death was an injustice it was like no, it just it just kind of happened yeah i treat wrong. every death like that like your friends in fire island anytime i hear about anyone that died i'm like i have to put cocaine in my asshole <laughs> just like that's my respect, just in case that's yeah but I just find, in case they would have wanted right. that is that, but, is that like is that an absorption rate thing um, is that yeah, like a gum it, like a numbers yeah sort it of works situation? a little bit quicker okay and, and doesn't fuck up your face okay all right <laughs> I had to stop doing that a while ago, but boy, oh boy, was it fun when I did. But Does it fuck boy, up your oh asshole? Like, um, I guess, but yeah, once you're at the point where you're putting drugs in your asshole to get high, I don't think you're worried about like, is, is my butthole still like tight enough to do porn? You know what I mean? You're not yeah. right, 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 right. To be yeah. fair, everyone on coke is an asshole, so exactly, yeah, yeah, and it helps you get over the emotions because even if you're not sad when you come down off cocaine, you'll be sad, so you can pretend it's for that person. It's, right, right, right. It works. I'm going to pretend I understand Trust how me. The, just all the mechanisms of the butt. <laughs> the mechanisms of Do the you butt? Wanna, the are you, are the you butt? resident expert or am I resident expert? Uh, butt stuff? Yeah, butt stuff. Mm. I feel like the fact that you ask that question means you, you're going to have to fight for it. Okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't have it's my lap It's a butt coat. stuff off. Quick. Well, I guess it's the butt stuff episode. Just, right. Let's like go. Juggling. We're going to talk about the Black History Museum and now it's the butt stuff it's episode. It's like juggling. We're just like pick an object, any but, object. You, you know, do just shove it. I do want you to be able to like dovetail that and be like, we're going to talk about black butt stuff. So hot and hot Venus. We're going to talk about Sarah Bartman. This is become very historical <laughs> yeah i haven't been uh married long enough to get to the butt stuff like we're still having happy normal sex we haven't gotten to like yo this isn't working anymore we can talk about mr marcus too okay okay that's a 30 year old porn reference if ever there was am, one bro and i am 27 so, hey, so what are we doing hey, man does his research there he knows booty talk <laughs> yeah. volume what yeah <laughs> <laughs> a true fan right there <laughs> we, all we all missed a couple days in middle school yeah, yeah. I think you is the resident butt master here you with know? that reference you probably know about more and more about butt stuff than we do I don't think that's true I went at all. to Yudoye's house and why is what is that? <laughs> Listen, what is that? I went to his crib. Ten minutes into a party, 
we were watching Pokemon. <laughs> okay, porn. hold on. So I feel don't like, make it sound like I did that. I agree. You didn't do it, but you created the environment that allowed it. <laughs> oh. it? Hold on, no, right, I did not. You didn't. Not, you did not stop. It. I did not build that house. <laughs> I didn't build that house. My was landlord it, created that it, environment. Was it don't sex do with the Pokemon, do or was it? It was people Pikachu having sex, tearing shit up like Pikachu oh, was going ham. Okay, and admittedly, again, I've never been in a place where. This is something that was on the table. Like we should watch this, and I was against it. But once it started, I was on board. I was like, "Yeah, I'm into this. This is a thing now." I, I had it saved on my phone. It's impressive. Gazer was like, "Win in Cerulean City." Yo. Yeah. I like that your landlord created the environment. That begs a whole other question: Is that how you're? How are you paying your rent? He's like, "They own the my, house." My landlord forces us to watch it. They own the house. It's not my environment to create. If I paint the walls, I got to paint them back. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it was goodness. somebody else's birthday, and that's what they chose. That was their uh, that was their media preference for that night. Holy shit! Yeah, it was. It was one of those. Wouldn't it be hilarious if we watched this and everyone's like, oh, "We watch. We, we're just watching it." Uh huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think it was time to go? That wouldn't be fun. You just yeah. turned it right. on. Yeah. You watch, you're like, when this ten minutes, yeah. and you're like, you know, it'd be even funnier is if we all watched it separately by ourselves on our phones <laughs> in private rooms. <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, I guess that's funny like oh I guess oh I guess like alt comedy no I get it I get it okay so you guys like 20 minutes they're like make it 25 this is a bit this is, is all a bit uh-huh. 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 it is not it is factual I was there it was on my Instagram stories <laughs> Oh my God. Why is it on your Instagram story? Because I needed to document it because I was going to go home later. And when I tell that story to my wife, she would not believe that's why I was late. So when I go home, I can say no. I feel like that's worse. I feel like telling her that. That doesn't help. No, I'm I was late because I was, I was late because me Come and my friends were just watching Pokemon porn. You know? Listen. You know you don't do that? I don't uh, lie. That's what I don't do. Why like, couldn't it just be lipstick on the collar? <laughs> He's like, let me show you his video. She's like, this better be a video of you getting your dick sucked by a beautiful yeah. woman. No. But she did see lipstick on your collar. He was like, yeah, I was fucking Mr. Mine. <laughs> Boom. Oh, that's just for me. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I put on this Pokemon. Uh, enough outfit, about you know Ash's I mean? real father. <laughs> <laughs> we get deep conspiracy theory stuff. Wait, what? People think that Mr. Mime is like Ash's stepdad. What? Yeah. Explain that. Okay, because you never see his real father, but you see his mom. But Mr. Mime is like helping around the house. So he's like a true dad. In the anime legacy of people saying, I'm not your real dad, but I'm going to be the father figure you deserve. Oh, you mean in the way Piccolo is Gohan's real yeah, dad? Yeah, and the way Jiraiya. Okay. Yeah, a bunch of, there are okay. a number of. Okay, I thought you meant like, like people think it's a biological thing. No, like, no. I'm like, no. Look, Professor Oak lives around the block. Like, that can, what are you talking about? I've seen that square jaw. That's Ash's dad. No, right? uh, <laughs> that's beautiful, though. Yeah, and that, that's a good message. Yeah, I like that. I don't know it's if wholesome. I like that. No? No, I'm really upset by that. Anyone could be a dad. I think that's great. It's a it's a role you choose. Yeah, you can provide a like you can be a journeyman. You can help someone say, "Oh, I want to be an adult." You can navigate the, for them. Yeah. Okay, so you want to go back to butt stuff? You <laughs> yeah, okay I was when honestly it was more comfortable in the butt stuff discussion. I don't know if I right. like the idea of 
Mr. Mime. <laughs> Stop talking about cartoons doing stuff that makes me uncomfortable. I want to talk about human assholes. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're human assholes. Excuse me? All right, we had to take a quick break, and now we're back talking about Four Loco. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's the mo- it's one of the most aggressive beverages I've ever had in my life. It's um, this is the most this is gonna be the most jarring transition. <laughs> but um, but no, it's like I don't even know. It's like I don't know what like drink there is that's past Red Bull, like one of the more violent energy drinks. Like a fucking like a rock star or a yeah rock star yeah rock stars and monsters. This stuff that I'm drinking is actually like it's it's pretty intense, but it doesn't give you the shakes. It's more like it's the quote healthy one, right? Um, Well, Red Bull also supposedly doesn't because like the taurine in it, which is also used for uh, Tourette's. Yeah. Uh, Taurine is literally a Tourette's medication that they put in energy drinks so they don't. Right. So that they, well, but that's if you're to offset. Yeah. Yeah. But to if offset you, but, the jitters. Well, Jesus. that's but that's Ooh. a lot of times a, a vitamin B deficiency. But if you don't have Tourette's, when you drink this stuff, it can give you Tourette's. Like I notice if I'm too hyped up and I and like you, I notice I have, I have like speech pattern problems oh, and stuttering. Yeah. But that's like anything. It's like if you don't have ADHD or whatever they say it is. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me started on that whole fucking conspiracy, giving kids drugs when they're 10. Mm-hmm. It's weird that we have a bunch of people that are all addicted to drugs. Well, you're giving them meth when they were eight because they didn't mm-hmm. want to sit still in their chair. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, they're big. it's like my brother. I don't want to. But like, <laughs> don't even get me started. But it's like if you don't have the thing and then you take it like I don't need I take an Adderall. I can actually go to I will go to sleep immediately. You know right. what I mean? So like I should be on it. But if you don't have hyperactivity and you take at all you're on math that wants to drive from florida to new york and mm-hmm. yeah I, I drove 17 hours straight and my wife said that i kept waking her up to explain how the cd player worked oh, <laughs> like i was like really excited because like i figured out like how like fuck. you were explaining to her or you were asking her to explain to you no i was explaining to her because like i knew like i like i figured out all these like new details oh, i was like Yo, i thought did you, you know? like the laser hits the disc at a certain point <laughs> <laughs> no like i had found like new settings on the car cd oh. player and i was like really excited about it and she was like it was the equivalent of like learning how to save like it was yeah. super simple right. but it was a new thing and i was super hyped about it and i went in on it for like half hour and she was like, okay i was very concerned about you but i knew you were focused yeah. and you were clearly watching the road so i let it rock but you were over explaining like how skip buttons worked and like the, the search button and you're all, all this you're Yo, that's really button. alarming yeah. man she's like i was kind of mad because the 17th time you woke me up you're like damn i figured out how a carburetor works good news bad news i sold half the car for parts while you were asleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thirteen hours to go. <laughs> I feel like we're, have, we're in Atlanta. Have we all had those drives where you do just start saying, "What else can I press in this vehicle?" Yeah, yo, what I drove, else moves? I drove from Atlanta to LA by myself. I was just like trying to, <laughs> what? like, what? I, bro, it was. Where, where were the stops? Very, um, it was a very dark time in my life. I I went through New Orleans, which was kind of out of my way. Very um, much so. Yeah, and then I. I just drove, I think I drove like straight from New Orleans to like Texas. That, that's close though. Yeah. My but like goodness. once you get into Texas, it's like I've, I've, I've lost my conception of time. 
Yeah. Because you just drive, you're just on that long stretch of road. I, I think I saw somebody else pulled over, like their car broken down. And I remember just, I just kept going. I was just like, yeah, she going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you like saw the vulture circling over her. <laughs> you, you literally. <laughs> <laughs> you murdered someone, you yeah. Honestly, at that point, yeah. if you and like, then what you're ha- and then you killed that guy in the hotel. This has been a very every podcast yeah. is yeah. about death. You ever so. notice just people keep dying around this? Guy? Yeah. And you, Joy, if you all go back to the beginning of the episode where Joy said, "You know, it's weird. I just like don't know how to feel sad when people die." <laughs> <laughs> like, well, uh, wait a minute. Imagine being like, <laughs> I think up. I'm a sociopath, right. but let's have three guests figure out if I am or not. <laughs> now that's a podcast I want to see. Right. You know? Am hello, I a sociopath? Hello, maybe people. That's, maybe that's the new direction for this show. Am I a sociopath? It's just dark in a completely different way. <laughs> well. That is worrisome. Yeah. Yeah, I just learned some new stuff about myself. I know, I like it. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Um, what are you guys doing later? <laughs> uh, no. I just have to say I'm really bothered that you were way more defensive about Pikachu porn in your house than you were about possibly being a sociopath murderer. <laughs> yo, like you accepted it. Yeah, that's possible. Hold on. Pikachu porn, you out of line, B. Yo, look, Don't some, say that about my life. Sometimes people gotta die, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, there's uh, not enough room for everybody on the planet all the time. Yeah, also, we don't, we're running out of resources. The weird part about the poke porn is that don't they have eggs, too? They're not... Don't they? They have eggs, right? They do have eggs. See, and yeah. like but Pikachu looks distinctly mammalian. So yes. you would say, oh, no, that's going to be just like a regular vaginal canal birth. Eggs. Eggs, yeah. And fur. They're monotremes, like the duckbill platypus. Oh, and echidna, yeah. maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn. I used to want to be a zoologist. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Where did that dream go? Uh, when you know when you start to go through different levels of science and you go, oh, chemistry is like hard for a lot of people. That uh-huh. happened to me, and I okay. just stopped. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a paleontologist. Ooh, yeah. I didn't know shit about dinosaurs. I don't. I still did. Don't. You learn? No. The feathers a lot yeah. more than we thought. Oh yeah. Not yeah. all of them. Some of them. A lot of the two-legged ones uh, with three toes, hollow bones. Feathers yeah. or things yeah. that we can approximate as feathers. Yeah, but they're all like feathers. very close to birds. Yeah, I think T T Rex is like the closest relative to a chicken. Rock on. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I wanted to be a Ninja Turtle. Like I was way less ambitious. Than <laughs> That's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's similar. Okay. Yeah. A lot of reptilian knowledge there. Uh, yeah, just and martial arts. Yeah, salmonella for everyone. Yeah, yeah. you can't touch turtles. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that growing up. <laughs> Wait, can you not touch turtles? No. What? Tur- turtles will give you salmonella very By quickly. By contact? Yeah, if you touch skin to skin. If you touch like a turtle, like a water turtle. Oh, okay. Well, skin to skin, I guess. Your hand, if you're if you touch a turtle and then you touch anywhere right. on yourself, like specifically like nose or mouth, you probably could catch salmonella. That include the shell? Yeah. Wow. Damn. Mm. They're include, dirty. That include my butt? Yeah, no butt stuff with turtles. <laughs> Just to bring it back. 
So anyway, we went to the African American History Museum <laughs> a, few, a few weeks ago. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We segue because Raphael's black. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? He's spent the, the last twenty five minutes trying to figure out how to get here, and, and just realize yeah. it's not it's not gonna happen. I mean, a middle passage of intros, really. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, we lost some people along the way. <laughs> man, this is gonna be the worst <laughs> of the show. But guess what? You did have you had a question before this show about uh, oh the yeah, museum. You, yeah, yeah. You, you guys said you went to the Black History Museum, and you guys uh, specifically were in the sad parts of history, yeah. which was most of Black history, sadly, mm. in here. But yeah. my question is, I got kids. I got a nine and a 10 year old and they're starting to ask me questions about black history and there's no like fun answer for most of the questions. Yeah. And it, I don't talk super sad stuff with them. So I'm like confused as to like uh, when is like the right time to like share what, you know, what is the history of this country and what, you know, we've dealt with and all that jazz while still keeping my kids peppy and not hating white kids. Because, like, right. uh, they understand Martin Luther King. Yeah. And for, like, a week after that class lesson, my son hated white people. Like, he was just adamant about it. He's like, I don't like yeah. white kids. Yeah. They're evil. Look what they did to Martin Luther King. They're going to do it to us. Yeah. And then he just had chicken nuggets. And, like, that was just weird <laughs> to me. You know, like, that, that was the same person, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't know how to handle that. And it took a lot to, like, explain that that wasn't all white people. That was a lot of white people at the time. Yeah. And hopefully they've learned better. And we're still working on it. And then I've been scared to bring up the fact that there's other people that have dealt with far worse shit. So I'm yeah, like, I don't yeah. know how to broach this topic. And they're like, so like, uh, this all came up because uh, we were cleaning up our DVDs and shit, which no one still has. But uh, my wife uh, showed me my favorite stuff and it was all like Spike Lee films. Yeah. So like right. the Malcolm X joint came up right. and I had to explain who Malcolm X was. And I was like, yeah, he was like gangster. Martin Luther King, you know, I didn't, I'll get into more specifics when you're older, yeah. but that's essentially it. And uh, they're like, oh, so he, and then my son very quickly, yeah, he got killed too. And I was like, shit, uh, yes. He's yeah. Like, and I was like, I, okay, I don't know how to uh, like dodge this topic. Um, so yeah, uh, that's essentially like my question. When, when is the right time to broach that topic and how do you broach it? Bro, I, I, I like that you're asking a doing a parenting I, question. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's actually I'm and very 27. Not to like no. jump right yeah. into this, but with the podcast, so with I, like two solutions. That was actually so. I have one that's more of like a funny one that I may turn into a bit. I tried to work it as, but I'm like, and then when uh, I got an email, I was like, oh, I want to talk about it here. Yeah. But I was thinking about today, like on a serious, a Racism. more serious note, like. <laughs> Because I grew up in um, a part of Southern California, like around East LA, Pomona, Glendora. So when I was a kid, until I was in second grade, I had white blonde hair, but I was the only white kid in my school. It was like my brother and one other kid. Half yeah. the class was taught in Spanish. So I grew up at a young age where like, so we were exposed to my three best friends growing up. We went to, one was um, Pakistani. So we went, I went to like Saturday school, like Islam. We all went to each other's churches because mm -hmm. we were kids. And so you don't, but there's an age where kids, I think, should be introduced to the ideas and like the actual truth. But like I remember, and Emily Ariza was Mexican. And so we'd go to Catholic church and Aaron Smith was black. And we go, and they're the black church was the best because we we're like, this is fun weekend. And I went to Mormon church. So we hated going to my church. <laughs> but so yep. as kids, so as a, when I was really young, I grew up and we all, everyone was like, their parents worked a bunch of jobs and it was like kind of on welfare. And so growing up, 
I was so used to seeing all different types of people and we all we like learned about each other's culture and went to church with each other and so that was but there's like a time there's like a good timing there where like I think kids should be and this is one of my solutions that I thought of I was like this actually would probably be helpful but who knows if this would ever get passed is I think they should teach in school instead of like where they do February's Black History Month right? which obviously that's bullshit but the history the way that and I understand like nobody likes we feel people feel sad you know like white people are like the white guilt about slavery you know Mm. you're like and like you should but then there's also a thing of like well I personally didn't do it but also like they get so defensive and it's like no no we're not mad I'm not mad at you the white lady on the subway just kind of in general the whole situation is fucked but for you to not acknowledge that it's fucked and be defensive that's where white people fuck up because they get really defensive because like why wasn't there and it's like okay that's not what we're saying what we're saying is the whole system is fucked and there's like gotta be some kind because how old is your kid uh he was uh he's eight eight and nine because see i was thinking i was trying to think of an age today when i was um when i was on my run i was trying to think of like a good age because there's some at once they're maybe like preteen. that's where i think they might start like teasing each other about it but maybe yeah. like when they're old and so maybe between like seven and ten and this sounds like gnarly but if there was an actual like a required course and you got to think of like a cool name because like the history of oppression doesn't like a fun yeah. class yeah because <laughs> 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 I think the solution one of the solutions <laughs> is if your kids in a class and they talk about it and you have kids of all different races and you go okay while they're all hanging out with each other and before they start to like you know get ingrained with shit but if you like talk about slavery and the actual reason, like, here's how most black people got to America. So your friends now, their family from not that long ago, brought over on boats as slaves. Like, if you told kids that, but have everybody in the room and be like, nobody's yeah. mad. Like, you just need to understand, like, the how everybody got where they are. Yeah. And I don't know how that would work <laughs> or if it would make kids. But I mean, it'd be bad but but it's like, like supposed to be bad like i think um i feel like it's kind of important to learn that shit early you know like kind of let your kid hate white kids for a minute yeah. you know like, yeah. i don't know yeah, right i don't now. know like he'll and, learn as he gets older like and right now his his bones are all like rubber and shit he can't really do that much damage you know what i'm saying so like it's better he learn now he think that now than when he's like 17, 18 when he can like <laughs> do some violent shit. <laughs> but I think like the I've because like in my experience it's like uh my mom's Nigerian, so like we are I think uh she has a lot of the same opinions I have, but she also grew up in Nigeria where she's the more majority and so like as far as like races racism and things like that, it wasn't so overt in my house as a subject. Until I went to my dad's house and he was just like, uh, by the way, white people gonna frame you for murder at any job or <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like that kind of vi- it was like that kind of vibe. It was like five days a week I'm at my mom's house. We were just like chilling, eating foo-foo and shit and go to my dad's house and be like, by the way, don't trust these white <laughs> don't trust these don't trust them. <laughs> How old were you? I was like that was my whole life. But it was like it was a very weird. In like, the South, you learn early. I'm from Mississippi. Yeah, I'm. I'm I, my like my entire family is like 
rooted in Mississippi and Louisiana. Like my, I grew up with my great grandmother and my grandmother who like definitely saw people get dragged out of houses yeah. and like lynched. So you don't even learn as much as like, oh man, there's a race problem. You learn this is what races white people in Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, Arkansas, I'm gonna just keep going. West Virginia, <laughs> Pennsylvania, Indiana. <laughs> this, is, this is what they are capable of. And you instill just kind of a fear in young black kids. And it's a necessary fear. Like, I don't even think it's one of those things that, like, you have to you have to be scared. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's literally no reason for you not to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's weird to walk around. I can imagine if you're walking around. And that's something that, like, it just is. It's weird to me that a lot of white people don't the sound, and maybe because because my growing up was different than a lot. I didn't grow up in like a bunch of white kids. Like I remember being like made fun of because my hair was white. So <laughs> you know, and so but it was like but but not in like a me. No one like right, bullied right. me, but we all just. Um, but I was more used to that kind of mixed where everybody looks different. And yeah. you know, and then when my parents got divorced, I moved to Seal Beach with my mom. And that's in Orange County, California. And it was yeah. like, I remember crying the first day because it was all white kids. Mm-hmm. And the only other white kids that I knew at my school before that was this chick, Stacy. I forget her last name. But her dad was there on work and she was really snobby and she had a horse. And she would just walk around <laughs> and talk about how like she would say like really cunty things like this school smells like she would say racist shit. And I was like, we all were like, she's a bitch. And I was like, yeah. The only white people that are cool are my family, and that's because we're poor. <laughs> like, like, so I remember I go to Maga, and it, yeah. but I, there were like I remember there was like one Mexican kid and like two black kids, and my whole third grade, and I cried. I was like, I don't want to go to school. It's gonna be a bunch of rich, mean people, and they mm-hmm. were rich and mean. But yeah. but it's like, but uh, they like the thought experiment of like people not having any empathy as to like the idea that like. Yeah, you're going to react a certain way if growing up you watched people that looked a certain way that were white dragging people that looked like you out of their house to kill them just because they're black. Like you're going to be a little bit fucking on edge and have a problem with white, you know, and so it's just this weird thing where I just I sorry, I get in these conversations a lot because I get with my family and I love them. But it's oh, yeah, I believe it. it. It's. It's weird, especially it's like um, as far as like to get back to when your kids should learn this type of stuff. I say as early as possible, just okay. because like the way I grew up, um, and it's not like I felt like I had any sort of like uh, lack of education or anything like that. But just because it was so understood in my house, it was. I feel like that's a very. It's a. It's like a very vulnerable mindset i think going into a different environment because i went to a, a very white private high school yeah and i got to a point where it was uh where like there was a minute where going to a being in an environment like that having one other black kid in my grade you start to get this attitude like oh okay i guess the shit that i learned is not important or people don't like care about that shit once you get out of here i remember like the first time i found out people didn't know there was a black national anthem <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, oh, I guess. Do I need to know that? I don't know. Like, and I don't know. You start, you start like, uh, you have all these classes where you learn like European history. Yeah, and, like, I, we know who the Habsburgs like, are. Yeah, like, like why the fuck do yeah. I know yeah. the War of the Roses and shit like that? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like we had we had map quizzes. We had to learn like every country in fucking uh, 
in Europe and all this shit. <laughs> I had to draw like, that from memory. I went to private yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. I had to draw a map of the world. You're like, from oh, my yeah. mind. holy Roman Empire. Yeah. Yes, and it didn't, uh, it didn't hit me till I was done with college that we never once touched Africa. Or like, we, I didn't learn shit. Well, because it's so it's so hard. That that's like also a scholastic question with like when the way you want to break down like what the district looks like, what the school looks like. Because there's no way they're ever going to yeah. teach an AP African history course in some of these states because they go, who's going to do that? No one's going to want to take it. And they also go, well, I don't want to teach it. Like they go, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. Um, Like for me, learning about that kind of stuff as early as possible is super important, but also like the full scope of things like because every year you get older as a black person, you find out something new. Like when he finds out like the FBI and the CIA wanted Martin Luther King dead, your son's going to be like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, They were in on it too. Tell that shit now. You got to get that conspiracy theory phase out. (laughs) Like maintain a healthy level of it, but like get the real like. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna <laughs> that like manic energy you gotta get that shit out now Man, it's like you can't be like 25, black, 26 black being like I'm gonna walk up to the fucking CIA with a baseball bat and shit like that you know cause he uh he heard uh me and my wife and a few friends talking about uh uh how the map is inaccurate and yeah. you know so I was like so he was like in the, in his bedroom and he came out he said like, what do you mean the map is is inaccurate ah, and yeah. you know I explained it to him I was like yeah like it's uh, skewed so it makes Africa and a lot of other countries where people that look like us they make them look smaller yeah. and it affects yeah. how you view how which country and which continent is important and he's like so they make our stuff look small <laughs> And I was like, yeah. And he went to bed angry as fuck. I was like, yeah. I don't know if that's good parenting. Like, I'm just sending this, like, kid Yo. just, like, viciously angry yep. to have, uh, like, shitty dreams that night. Fuck that Greenland map. I hate that map. Yo, it's like, the map where Greenland's big. Why is it so big? It's not. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that map. Like, ah. Well, that's why I think it would be interesting to, like, if they had those kind of discussions in a classroom. I think that if, if we could run an experiment in a school with, like, mixed race kids and, like, ha- and find an age bracket, I wonder if that would Just help. Just octoroons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if it would hurt or help to have that conversation, like, with mediators there, like, like you're having with your son, where, like, the kids, like, they can get mad at the white kids and then the white kids can feel shitty and like <laughs> no <laughs> is this your pitch and then we get, no listen hear me out and then we give all the kids guns <laughs> listen they're already planting guns on the oh black kids but like, Yo. I want to, but just to have like cause you know they do conflict mediation but like but just to have like an honest discussion about it where everybody's in the room and it's like, no, 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 feel this now. Yeah. Part Instead of, that, of doing it. Whenever me and Yadoye went to the Black History Museum, part of that was just us going behind white people and going, you see what you did. <laughs> Yo, that shit was so funny. Like, it was so funny. Like, I would see a white person standing at an exhibit and I would just like walk up to them, like right next to them and start reading the same exhibit. And they would just be like, they would walk away so fast and be like, I'm sorry, this is your time. I'm, I can't. I can't. I got, I got, I got it. Uh, and there, and there, there were kids there and part of the kids were like what's this and their dad would be like that's a cotton gin and they'd be like what's cotton they'd be like that's this stuff and eventually the questions just they'd be like okay oh, cool 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 and so like there is like also the idea like kids attention spans are limited so you can only be like okay 
400 years of oppression. Kids are gonna be like, you gonna have to wrap this up. <laughs> I got like pound puppies is about to come on. My they God. can watch Pikachu porn on their phones. <laughs> like, they have to they distract can. them. Like, yeah. uh, they can find out that like Jinx is blackface because that's yeah. that's Yo, floor two. That's true. <laughs> what if floor two? Oh my what God. What if we do like a YouTube star? <laughs> And he does wacky. And like, he says the N word. But he does. It's Logan <laughs> Paul. It's, it's Jake Paul. But he teaches about like, like the history of oppression in America. <laughs> but they're in like three minute segments. <laughs> and he does, he's like a wacky character. And it's Todrick Hall and he does it in drag. And then Hoteps get mad because they go, this leads to the feminization of the black <laughs> man. See, you ain't ready to even know. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I had that. I had a whole tip. Uh, you doing comedy, my brother? You trying to make these white people laugh at us? I had, <laughs> I had, I had one sit next to me yeah. today and check a guy across from him because he criticized a black guy asking for a dollar on a train. So the dude asked for a dollar. He got a dollar from someone else unrelated to either one of them. One guy shakes his head no. And the whole tap check, he's like, why are you shaking your head no? That's our brother. You can't do that to us. See, you, you ain't from one of the 12 nations. And I was like, whoa, like this blew up very quickly. Which, which 12? Oh, my he went God. In. So, yeah, he, uh, he, he gave him a whole history lesson. Then he got up off the train and just left a very angry beige person. <laughs> I'm very unsure of where he stood on the situation. Wow. Bro, I had a similar conversation with uh, a cab driver last night. Bro, I I uh, I waved him down and he noticed I had my wallet out already to like to pay. I had it out really because I was going somewhere very close and I was like, I want to just have this shit ready. But he gave me this whole thing like he was we should with He was Netflix like we shouldn't have <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was doing. Uh, <laughs> I got this. He's like you Kevin ain't James see, pays you my bills. Russian, so. You ain't seen Russian doll? Yeah. It's me. That money that money been spent. Um, <laughs> but he gave me this whole speech. He was like, bro, we shouldn't have to do that, man. We shouldn't have it's fucked up that you feel like you have to have your money ready just cause People might people think you might hop out, and I was like, well, "We're going around the corner." <laughs> <laughs> but then I had like a long conversation. I like I was in this dude's car for like twenty minutes after we got to my stop. I was just <laughs> like, really? "Yeah," I was just like talking to him, and he was like, "He was cool. He was very angry." Yeah, but he was like, <laughs> just like an interesting person to talk to. I don't know. He was like very aggressive. And he said he was with uh, ADOS, which was like, uh, maybe I'm going to okay. get out. I'm going to hop on out. <laughs> we we had that. I mean, we can't speak on it specifically. We had this shit happen. Like, every now and then, there's, like, a side to it where a black person tries to inform you about their perception of blackness, and it starts to overwhelm you as a black person. Yeah. One time, me and Yodoya were together. Another black person was like, hey, let me look at your head. Okay, oh, I can I can yeah. tell because the shape of your skull. I know what tribe from Nigeria you from. What? And we were like, bro, that's phrenology, and that is super racist. Yeah, <laughs> bro, you uh-huh. start to use old racist tactics in your favor. Yeah, that was. So, I'll I'll tell you who it is after. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. oh yeah, it's a it's a uh. just a wild story. <laughs> Especially considering what movie he was in. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Oh, you know what? my God. Okay. I'm, I have yeah. a guess. I have a guess. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to hear it. <laughs> when you said especially what movie he was in, can what? I guess on the air? Yeah, guess on me. Okay, guess bleep it out if I'm right. Don Cheadle. 
No. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Imagine Don Cheadle with like a fucking like a, know, a protractor. Like, just like. That's, hmm. I imagine that's the life you're living. Because I was like, I'm like, Yo. okay. He's like, he seems very cool. I'm you like, talking about because he was War Machine or because of Hotel Rwanda? All of them. Because I'm like, hmm. War Machine? Yo. Yo, War, took, War he Machine took, said he, he could guess. Terrence Howard's job? Yeah, I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> Tears out. <laughs> hey, did you see that interview? Where he's talking about how he figured out time and space and how no. to time travel and no. like light versus particles, waves versus particles, no. and existence and why he's not going to be an actor anymore because he has a scientific discovery that he's going to announce. Man. Maine. Maine. <laughs> That's Terrence real money. Uh, <laughs> real talk. When you could when you could tell yourself that and believe it, that's incredible like Incredible money. Well, right it's there. nice Man. to be rich enough to just be full blown schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to be delusional yeah. rich. These are, yeah, <laughs> that's what you carry. Those are my financial goals. I'm like, I want to make enough money to be open about the fact that I believe we're living in a simulation. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. all I want. Right? That's you all I want. And make yeah. every and you say we're living in a simulation it. and still ask somebody to pay you on time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all fake, bro, but also, like, my rent's due in a couple weeks. So, like, if you could just get that check in the mail. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're all just a series of zeros and ones. Is this a net thirty or what's the deal? <laughs> yeah. so like, what's work? the deal with this? Is this union or non-union? Because I cannot work non-union. I cannot. Uh, what pill did you take? Red one or blue one? I took uh, direct deposit. That's the yeah. pill. Here's I my did. here's my checking. Um, <laughs> routing AC, right? Okay. ACH ACH please no wire no wire. Um, we've not gotten your solution at all. This is no. I want to hear the second. Was that the well, Funny so one? my first one yeah. was was the kids. Um, like I honestly think there should be some Beat kind up of white kids. Yes, I <laughs> yes. think we should give all the kids gun and put them all in a room and go. This is the this is what really happened. But I think there should be an uh, more of an honest discourse in history class. And somehow, like I said, like. But talk about it like in little pieces. There's got to be a way to do it at a young age when they still like they can be upset. But like you said, they're still like malleable and they can still be like, well, let's talk about it and be like, this is like why. And then also, and this again, this is like heavy for kids, but to teach them like the the whole system of America, like how it's set up. And this is going to make me sound like something, but it's not Mm -hmm. conspiracy stuff. I don't mean to sound all crazy, but like the way that the system was set up, the way that our economy set up, it was set up by couple of lizard people, rich white men, thank you, that came from lizard eggs in the center of the earth. Thank you, Jay. Finally. Somebody I can talk to (laughs) about this. But the game was set up by these people, and then everyone else was held back, and so they like, and they designed this thing, and then like, you know, hundreds of years later, they're like, Okay, now you guys can play. And it's like, and they're like, why can't you guys catch up? And it's like, because fucking you got a head start and you designed the whole system. So, like, we're fucked. And, like, system, you can look back. It's so easy to look in history and how systematically, specifically, like, in the black community, the inner cities, like, how they were, like, specifically targeted to, like, hold those people back. And so then this whole idea of, like, pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. And, like, when, when people bring up, like, We'll talk about like slavery, right? And white people get with the reparations, all that conversation. There are white people who are like, well, just get over it. You know what I mean? No, well, okay, that happened and that was bad, but now you're an American. It's like, no, 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 I get it. And um, this is great that we're here, but let's not forget about like what brought us here and all the shit that we have gone through. Not even just me personally, but like my parents, my grandparents. Like you said, like that stuff, like your dad telling you, like, and this is a lot of kids. We're gonna be like some white people are gonna frame you for murder, which is like a joke, but also like a thing that he probably said to you. Yeah, like 
that's real. So when people don't like, there's got to be a way when they're younger because people can instill racism when kids are young, right? By saying little offhanded things and you can make comments and say cunty shitty things that will be ingrained in kids when they're little so that as they get older, racism is normalized. So there's got to be a way and I don't know, like, but again, it's such a weird thing because people don't want to feel sad. Yeah. Or be, or like you said, like have everyone mad at each other, but you're like, there. but there's got to be like some kind of a happy medium where like, you introduce some like uh, the actual like facts of the history of the country like no 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 this is and then after that then we go okay and now you want to talk about credit card debt the federal reserve is a fucking scam <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you know what it is a lot i feel like a lot of this discussion is predicated on the notion that kids deserve to be happy man fuck that <laughs> like, like, you, you just got here you get to live your life all fucking like roses and shit just because you don't you weren't there man you learn about this racism shit right now you, you and a lot of adults are gonna learn about at the same time actually yeah. you learn about that shit right out straight out the womb so you can deal with it as you get older learn what the actual civil war was fucking about in so our you most so boomery not- voices we're like hey listen you know what happy is happy is no bills yeah. you gonna have to learn about racism you gonna learn about this racism pay. shit bro <laughs> you want braces okay you gonna learn about races too like, <laughs> I'm gonna just but come home. Is- my kids are not gonna understand what happened. They go, Dad, you changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I look on life. What happened? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm so chipped. Ceremonial guard. Roots on every TV in the house constantly. Like, can we stop watching this? Uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> right. What, do you feel like Roots has been supplanted or replaced by a new, by a newer film that like black people show up and they're like, you must look at this. Watch uh, this. Django? I, nah, th- not Django. In barbershop, like, sometimes you'd be like, "Oh, Django's not, okay. I'm gonna get a good. I'm gonna get a good lineup." I feel like Twelve Years a Slave is probably the new. Ooh, roots, maybe I don't know. I feel like it can't be Django. Django's too fun. But that's. But Jay, I want you know it to I mean? be fun. What was? Oh, the, I thought you meant like a, it has been supplanted. I, no, no, no. Asking me to make a suggestion. Yeah. Maybe it should be Django. Oh yeah. Because I feel like uh, I feel like um, not to like push that like violence shit, but like. I feel like black kids should grow up and just be like proud of, to be black and see like what they're capable of <laughs> and not just like have to watch like Lapeer Nyong'o beg to be clean. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm not trying to like force my kids to watch themselves be subjugated and have to grow up with that image. I think like you should have to learn about the subject matter, but not, but like so people just stop halfway and just be like, you guys were slaves, by the way. And then, like you're, you're just free to interpret that as either okay, we're not now, or okay, we're just visibly not slaves, but we still have that in us, I guess. And you're just like it's too open ended. And you, then, because what happens in the South is when you do that, when you do that in third and fourth grade, like I'm gonna just tell you straight up, white kids know that they wait for that day, and then from then on. You wait for the end of any argument that a white kid who is just a little bit racist can't win. He goes, "Oh well, you guys were slaves," mm-hmm. and that's such yeah. A, it's it's a mic drop when you're a kid because you go, "Oh, he's right. We just learned that." <laughs> <laughs> you can't even yeah. That was see that's it. Yeah. I was thinking that would be the problem is that you'd have cunty white kids and that that was I'm uh. like, but that's why that would be. That would be tough. So my other solution, and not to, but I'm watching the time. So this one that I was like funny, but this actually might work now that the school thing, I'm like, this one might work. And I don't know if Uh, anyone's brought uh, this up on your show. Yeah. But 
um, to solve a good way to to like solve racism, Mm -hmm. put white people in check is make it illegal. It's like punishable by jail and death for white people to use moisturizer of any kind. Wow. Like including sunscreen. Wow. Like including what has someone brought that up before no reasoning i I think so here so i think that because if you make it it's it's 100 percent against the law for white people to moisturize at all that includes sunscreen you can't do botox nothing right because racism is like it's literally judging people based on the color of their skin it's on your skin tone Mm -hmm. right so white people the way that the system is set up is this, we live in a society where it's like the, like whiter skin is better and, and you know and like you have places like in India they do fair and lovely and when you look I remember as a kid Angelina Jolie when she got really popular and everyone was like that's the most beautiful woman in the world and then I can remember seeing Aisha Tyler who's so fucking funny and so hot I remember as a kid seeing Aisha Tyler and I had a thought I go she looks ex- they have the exact same face except for her skin is brown and I was like you know like, who saw it though in Aisha Tyler my boy Ross from Friends oh yeah <laughs> but they, they have the same bone structure and I remember as a kid being like that seems fucked up paleontologist <laughs> see <laughs> bone so what you're saying is I could be fucking Aisha Tyler you should be yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, now <laughs> Ross and I got to enroll in the same school <laughs> so it can be sanctioned that I beat up Ross from France. Yes. <laughs> Poor David Schwimmer. What a, what? We're going to bring Friends back to Netflix. You'll be in it. What Just a, write it into I your show, do yes. I? Write it into your show. Yes, I'm writing a Friends reunion yeah. into, Kev, into <laughs> a Kevin David show. I want to hear the rest of it because I already yeah, know yeah, some white yeah. people continue. that don't moisturize. Well, <laughs> see, and they don't. So here's the thing is like if the idea of and part of the of racism is uh, white people feeling superior right that's a big part of it is like you feel like you're superior well physically if you look at it just like from a science from a biology standpoint like biologically white people are actually it, white skin is actually inferior because it burns really easily it gets dry and cracky and you look like shit like I you know what I mean like I'm gonna have to start getting Botox and I moisturize I was told you know my mom has brown spots all over her body from just not moisturizing and using sunscreen until she was like 17 okay mm-hmm. so if it's illegal like if I couldn't wear sunscreen and moisturize multiple times a day white people you it's hard to be cocky and be like we're the master race when like your skin is literally falling off of your body like you would be burnt to a crisp constantly mm-hmm. you like i have melasma i get brown spots on my face if i'm in the sun too long okay so like all these like porcelain faces also the actual skin that you're so proud of would bubble up it would burn all you'd be constantly in pain and burning it would bubble up and it would crack and dry and everyone would look 15 20 years older than they are so you'd be like it would we would be like white people would all be in these like weird aging cooking machines we'd be burnt up and wrinkled skin falling off they'd all look like they had mm-hmm. leprosy what happens with armenians like the kardashians what do they get to buy like half a bottle? Well, see, that's where we got it. Now, here's where this is going to be more racist to get less racist. So we got to be more racist first. And we got to draw a line on like how much melanin. So I think if you have the certain percentage of melanin you have in your skin, 
like once you're under a certain number like percentage of melanin in your skin you're not allowed to use it it's illegal okay so wow. we're bringing back the paper bag test wow. as part of okay. Wendy Starling's plan so I think that and so now that's but the opposite way yeah, but the opposite way exactly and so we're then, bringing back the plastic bag test right. the plastic bag and so but then there's stuff for like right but then like if you're mixed you have to show like but again, wait it's, wait it's reverse. people have to show their papers no but you have to, to show no this is so scary <laughs> <laughs> See now again, it's tricky. You show your papers at right age. You must have this long ass CVS receipt. Can, show Wendy, you can I also you say something? Sh- Black people are so entrepreneurial that I guarantee one of us would be slagging cocoa butter on the low. I'd be like, yeah, I have absolutely. To connect. <laughs> you have a dude standing in the Kroger parking lot, like, yeah. Well, see, exactly. I got this. So, would black people go to jail moisture. if they were aiding and abetting um, non-black no, people? No, I don't think so because it would be similar to it would be it would be, and I think the punishment would be not dissimilar to like the way that drugs are dealt with now right so it's like <laughs> they would because just if put them on y'all right because now my brother who's been in jail a couple times um, who was put on Adderall when he was very young and then started doing lots of drugs he's been in jail a couple times prison once because he was like a drug dealer but because he's a white boy he, and like he would get a, you know kind of a slap on the wrist and go to juvie right. so it would be the same so like if you guys are like secretly selling Pokemon, you know to like they would be like, hey, knock it off. We're going to let it slide. Yeah. And it would probably be like the same now. <laughs> We're like, it's nothing. Butter. But if yeah. I, right. It has to be pure ingredient. But like, if someone like me, if I have a tube, it'd be like airline rolls. Like they find. Like, I just imagine like, and and cops could pull white people over or stop them and search them with no. Like, they're just like, ma'am, ma'am, we need to check your bag. Why? They're just like, I have a, they they catch like a sheen off my forehead. They're like, can we search your bag? I'm like, you need probable cause. They're like, the fuck we do? Open your bag. Like fuck. Just like you have two ounces of lotion. Were you planning to sell this or use this for your own personal? How much lotion counts as uh, counts as trafficking? Oh my yeah. God. And so, so then you have just physically. So then your skin is fucked up. So then it's hard, right? So and then your skin is like off. And then not on top of just being like physically in pain and looking and feeling gross, you would have a lot more white people dying off from skin cancer way earlier. So then you just like you just thin the hurt. <laughs> I, I do have to say, oh, this is the first time I feel bad for white guys, only because. <laughs> Like I, I'm just picturing how would they masturbate? Like that is really dry, Ooh. jacking off. See, that's another. Gr- I didn't even think about that. You know what I mean? Like that- honestly, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, what happens? What happens though if people, let's say people are of the like I guess Adriatic, Mediterranean. Aegean region and they can adapt and they don't suffer the consequences because Sicilians in part are so dark because of North African blood that they deny and because of that proximity to blackness a lot of Italian people go I'm not so I'm not I'm not a nigga and you go pull down your pants okay you see how curly that is there you go like you know it's so how do you deal with people who that's what I say to them usually (laughs) I I like free pizza Uh, so how do you deal with white people that won't suffer any ill consequences from it um I don't Do they well, just like hit the genetic lottery? Yeah, you I think what? maybe you just maybe you get kind of lucky. <laughs> you know what? I feel like Italians are daywalkers regardless. <laughs> so yeah. like, yeah, it's like it, there has to be a time of year we do this that's like standardized too. Like you can't be like sneaking off to Mexico. You know oh my what I mean? God. You know, catch them in the <gasps> summer. Uh-huh. People right. would go out of the country yeah. to get the lotion. Mm-hmm. Wow. There would be lotion smugglers. Yeah. 
Well, and we just, I mean, we could put them, it would be similar to like the drill. So we do put we them build in, a wall to stop people? Yeah. <laughs> From going to get we build a giant wall. How fast do you think Canada is going to have free health care and free lotion? It's <laughs> <laughs> like covered in your health care. Oh, man. Man. They would literally just have like the, you would walk through like the border and it would lube you up. Like, yeah. it, would, <laughs> it would be like a semi-permeable it's membrane. Like, it's like a you car just wash. Through, yeah, it's like, it's, like a, it's like Stargate, but it's just all Vaseline. Uh, you yeah. just like. <laughs> that's, what, that's what all the tubes in Futurama are. You're just getting lubed. <laughs> if, you, if you were white and you were able to get lotion and then you had to go out like you would hide it like how like you would like pu- like like put baby powder on yourself like to make yourself look ashy oh yeah you know oh, like yeah. w- like what are the crimes yeah. you're looking to catch well so with white so you would it's it's different so like it's not ashy what happens it's almost the opposite because your skin gets brown so quickly so you start getting these sunspots all over mm-hmm. so you start to like you get very dry very quickly like so you want to create more black people <laughs> well that's the other like side effect that i thought might also like because then that so the people that don't have their skin like completely fall off and die of skin cancer and they're not like horrifically because that also and then every and then well that actually would if their skin doesn't fall off because a lot of white people do not tan so like mm. that's why even that's like I have to put on tons of sunscreen and I'll get kind of a nice tan and then it fades if I go out with no sunscreen and no lotion it's not tan it's red and then it peels so you just have like I want skeletons walking around I want a bunch of zombies <laughs> with exposed bones like you would just not live very long and if you did and if you do survive you look like hell and you feel terrible I, I like yeah. this idea more and more just cause it means <laughs> that we would be able to afford real estate in like New York and Cali like all the white people would have to move to like Minnesota yeah. and we yeah. would get like the condos and like yeah. you know beachfront property yeah. would just be evacuated oh, cause you can't goodness. be out in the sun Uh, here's my next question so it's just white people so what about fair skinned Asian people what about southeast Asian people do it it, so only white people yeah don't have access to the lotion yeah I think we let it because I think we everyone else I think Asian people are fine because I think the issue is specifically that I'm trying because I thought about this like worldwide for the uh, quote for the episode I think Asian people are fine (laughs) (laughs) Hey, in this day and age in comedy, you better say it explicitly. Yeah. Yes, we don't I'd like know. To say, no shame, I, no shame. I, yeah. I think Asian people are great. Yeah. I do not have a problem. You said no shade with a D. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> SNL is still possible. Oh, no yeah. words. So, because it was specifically with the, uh, well, white people fucked with the Japanese during one of the world wars. First, second, I fucking don't know. See, it was they a need a better history class <laughs> but then what if because whiteness well, is such a, an invention do you get to point the white people who's who's the person that goes yes no yes it's me no it's, yeah. it's me <laughs> um yeah, so we gotta wrap up uh in a second my only counterpoint to this is Steve Bannon still thinks he's the superior race <laughs> and he looks like a crumpled up cigarette so <laughs> so like what do we do? We put him uh, in the classroom with the mad black kids. Uh, <laughs> will this produce a bunch of white drag queens that call themselves Mel Atoma? Like, will that? <laughs> As a Dominican guy, I'm just very happy to know that Sammy Sosa will pay for, <laughs> you know, 
He's turning his back on my people. <laughs> the Pepto Panther. Oh, man. Sammy, man. He don't what? use lotion anyway. Man, come on. Come oh, on. my goodness. Right. I know nothing. What you, he's, <laughs> do, you, do you remember that interview when you first saw him afterwards? And he was like, what are you talking about? And yeah, everyone like, was like, bruh. How do you play that all, B? <laughs> Like, come on! You look like a you look like a bottle of Pepto Bismol, bro. Come on! All right, y'all. Uh, heavens to Murgatroyd, <laughs> yo! Thank you so much for doing this show, man. I love y'all. Y'all are dope. This is um, so fun. Yo, where can we find you on the internet? In that place you can follow me at at J Jordan J A Y J U R D E N all one word on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on all social medias at Gastoralmonte G A S T O R A L M O N T E. You can follow me on Instagram at Wendy Bird with an I, 82, um, and Twitter at Wendy Starling. All right. And I desperately hope y'all know who I am at this point. You can find me at Professor Doye on everything. Uh, and check out all my other stuff. It's on my website. You, I don't have to get into it. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been another episode of Dark Tank. See y'all next week. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a production of Forever Dog and the Brain Machine Network. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, Leif Enochson, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. 